Finally, that day came when she had to establish her own domain, but over his dominion, she had no reign. So one set out in pursuit of a higher fate and joined with two to form the third triumvirate. Journeys of departure branching into the unknown, but on these mics, this triad has found its home. In one accord, three she's offer you their counsel. Raise your frequencies to the Empress High Council. Great day, queens and kings, and welcome to the Empress High Council. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and share button. Great day, royal family, and welcome to season two, episode five, Change and Flexibility. Don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and share button. You can follow us at Try Empress on IG and Twitter, or you can just Google us. We are everywhere. This is the alchemist coming to you on the frequency of energy to transmute your social, spiritual, and financial currency into abundance. As always, we come to you from a place of being grateful, thankful, and great. And we would like to thank our listeners and subscribers for your continued support. We would also like to thank and show our appreciation to all the frontline workers as we continue to send positive vibration to the universe for your continued strength and health to you and your families. We appreciate your sacrifice. Today, we're gonna to talk about change, personal cycles, making sacrifices for your goals, what you plan on doing differently to get closer to your goals. And of course, we will end with a new stone for this episode and herb and our one final thought. Now that the round table is set, queens and kings, let's just jump right onto it. As we embark upon a challenging world and economy during these times, let's have some real talk for our family. What do you plan to change in this new year and season? Think about some of the things that you want to accomplish, things that you have put on the back burner. Think about your goals, your desires. Heck, create a bucket list. But for all intents and purposes, we'll call this list your list of intentions. This is to keep track of your goals and to take steps to achieving these goals in order to maximize incredible experiences and personal success in your life. So, let's talk about some change. What do you plan on changing? What difference do you want to make? As for me, the alchemist, I'm embarking upon a milestone birthday soon. As a result, I most definitely needed to change some things in my life, but my change is closely aligned with my personal cycles that you hear Jazz Aphrodite talk about all the time. And it's important for you to know where you are. So guys, you gotta tune in, you gotta listen to Jazz Aphrodite, and you may need to give her a call. I'm not even gonna say may, you do need to give her a call and get your personal life cycles together. Find out where you are in life, what your birth path is, what your goals, what your desires is. She's excellent and she will help you with that. So for example, I'm in a seven personal year. This is a time for me for inner growth. I know that my spiritual and mental uh, presence requires attention. It really, really does. And I can actually feel it. So why would I just align myself with other goals 
to change that is in stark contrast to where I really am. That would only breed failure, frustration, stress, and possibly sickness. It's extremely important to know where you are in life so you can best your experiences. Right now, I'm tuning up spiritually with a clear head, understanding what moves I need to make with surety, clarity, and peace. I have never been so sure in my life. And too bad for you guys, but you guys actually have Jazz Aphrodite as a resource. I know I have her as a closer resource, but you guys actually have her as a resource. So you need to tune in. You need to tune in and tune up. You have her website, you have access to her. Give her a call and see what she can actually do for you to put you in alignment and help put out a path for you or help you design a path that would that is clearly aligned with where you're supposed to be right now in this cycle. So we're gonna talk about what we're giving up. Jess, what are you giving up? Cause we're talking about change. What do you plan on changing and what are you giving up? Yes, so hello everyone. This is Jazz Aphrodite coming to you on the three universal frequencies of love, music, and numbers. And as the alchemist said, I am a resource for you. So please hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, if you want your numerology chart. I do have it digitized, so you can always get a copy of that. But yes, so this year, and I say that this is my new year because I just had a birthday in April. So I start my new clinical yeah. cycle and personal year on my birthday. And some will say that the personal year starts in January. And I did put that in my book saying that the personal year starts from January to December, but it can also be from birthday to birthday. I wrote it from January to December because it's easier for the reader to understand that. But from life experience, I've seen that personal year changes really happen from birthday to birthday. So this new year, I will relinquish my need to control how I accomplish my goals. Because as the alchemist said, she is in a seven personal year. I'm in a one personal year, which is all about taking a leap of faith to embark on new things. So I have to get used to the idea of the universe being much smarter and better prepared to bring my goals and dreams to fruition. So instead of me trying to force it, I just need to relinquish control. I also wanted to change the fact that I need to be more compassionate with myself. So I tend to be very hard on myself in regards to enforcing self-imposed deadlines and milestones and life goals. And I lose sight of the fact that I've actually done and accomplished quite a lot in the last two years that I left corporate America. But because I'm not instantly gratified with the rewards or fruits of my labor, I feel like I have to do and produce more, which leads me to the last thing that I definitely need to change. And that's me stopping with adding more workloads to my plate as a means of seeming productive because it's just useless and wasted energy. And the universe is already in motion. So this year's focus is for me to manifest with the least amount of effort and force, remaining focused in the fact that I need to have faith and that everything is working out as it should be, whether I can see that work or not. How about you, Alchemist? I am loving that. I, well, this year for me, I told you this, this is a year that I am tuning up spiritually. I have never been so clear-headed, 
um, understanding what moves to make with clarity, surety, and I am at peace. I have never been so sure. I don't know if it's age, if it's the cycle that I'm in, the pinnacle cycle, if it's my life experiences, but I have never moved in my life with so much grace, peace, and surety. For those who know me and for those who don't know me, I'm kind of like a mover and shaker. If you say, hey, we're gonna accomplish something, I just get up and I run and I go accomplish it. In my head, I already know what steps need to be taken and I'm, I have a checklist in my head. Now, I am like moving like, like very slow and graceful, like the karate kid, like you know how you just move your hands. I'm moving in slow motion. I even move my hands in slow motion now because it's the surety and the peace. I need to be in the moment. I don't want to fall over anything. Um, I don't want to trip over anything. And there was a book that I read. I'm not promoting anything. Everybody, guys, you guys know that I don't promote anybody's anything, but Jazz Aphrodite. So, but there was this book that I read and it was called Living in the Moment. You guys got to find out who the author is. And I read that book a few years ago and it resonated with me. However, it now really resonates with me because of life experiences. And I need to talk about what I'm giving up. You know, I, I know it talked about what we're gonna change. Everybody knows what they need to change. So you're gonna get that list together and you're gonna write down what it is that you wanna accomplish, what you plan to accomplish in this new year. You need to also understand, you need to go back to other episodes where Jazz Aphrodite talked about how to identify your personal cycle. Or you can find her at Jackie Levine, and she will help you identify your personal cycle. And if there's some smoke and some smog in your life, give her a call and see what she can do for you. This is her love. This is her passion. This is her gift to the world. If she's giving you a gift, why would you not accept it? If anybody's giving you a gift, especially something that will move your head and shoulders above where you already are, why would you not accept it? But I want to talk a little bit about what I'm giving up. That actually aided me to be able to move with clarity and understanding and surety. What I'm giving up is I'm giving up chaos. I'm giving up unplanned events and disorder and everyone who is about that life. I'm moving much slower, taking my time and moving with intention. And one thing I always have done, but I'm getting better at it, is before I make important decisions and weigh all my options, I seek wise counsel. A lot, and, and people need to identify what is wise counsel. You need to know what wise counsel is. What are you giving up, Jazz? Yeah, I love that. And I love, I love the fact that we synchronize our personal years in terms of what we needed to change because the personal years definitely inform us in terms of where we are currently and what it is we need to change. But like you, I'm just giving up some bad habits. So I think I'll reiterate what I said before, but I'm definitely giving up the need to control and having to have my hands on everything. And then I'm giving up the false construct of perfection and thinking that everything has to yeah. be perfect because that's something that's non-existent anyway. So it's really subjective to whomever the user is. So I'm giving up those ideas, mm -hmm. but I definitely agree with you 
in regards to giving up the toxic energy. And because you're in a seven year, quite naturally, those people will fall to the wayside or those habits or things will fall to the wayside because like you said, you're moving much slower. So it's not attracting that chaotic energy anyway. Yes, yes. Like today, my husband was knocking on the door and he was the backyard and I heard the first knock and he waited a little while, he knocked again. But I was up and I was walking to the door, but I didn't run to the door. I didn't move swiftly as I normally have that New York City, Wall Street walk where I'm swift to everything. I just slowly and patiently got up and started to walk to the door. By the time I got out of my seat and somewhere where he was able to see me in the line, he was knocking again because normally I move very, very quickly. And what I've learned in my life is about people who move fast missteps. What? Jewel, guys. I dropped the jewel. People who move fast missteps. And it's very important to make sure that you get your list of intentions and you start to check off all the things that you accomplish on that list of intentions, but don't move fast. Don't be slow to the take either, but don't move too fast where you are actually missing steps. What are some of the things that you think that you would do differently? And I'm speaking to the royal family. This year, I want you to to think about right now, as we live in this current day and age with everything that's going on around you, royal family, what are some of the things that you plan to do differently? And we're at the round table. We're gonna have this conversation, Jazz, I think you answered that already, but if there's something more you want to add with that, I'm more than willing to listen. You know we are. (laughs) I have nothing else to add. (laughs) You're like, I've done everything. I told you guys everything. I'm playing vanilla, blank slate. You know all about me. And um, there's nothing that I plan on doing differently because I already told you what it was going to be. Yeah, pretty much it. And last season, when we spoke about all the things that we gave up to make this transition, I gave up a lot. So for me to to give up anything else or do something differently. I'll just be working on bare bones. So I've made my sacrifices. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. And the other thing is, yes, I can agree that over the last two years, you have accomplished a lot because just being an author and although it's not yet a New York Times bestseller, Mm -hmm. but you're an author, the book is out there, it's published, people are buying, and it's going to get in the right hands. Hello, universe, you heard me. You heard me. It's going to get in the right hands. It's <laughs> in the right hands right now, but it's going to get in the, T-H-E-E, right hands. So we're going to continue to um, support and promote our very own Jazz Aphrodite and her book, Knocking from the Inside. You know how to get access to that book. Thank you, we Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I keep telling you it was everything. It was life. It was everything. I still have some girlfriends who are reading it now and they call me every week and be like, girl, let me tell you what chapter I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Donna. She'd be like, girl, I had to put it down because I got to reflect. You got to put the book down sometimes because you got to reflect. Yeah, she stopped texting mm-hmm. me. So I'm glad she's calling you to give you the feeling on what she's up to. Because you think oh, my yeah. phone is off the oh. hook, like, girl, let me tell you, because I had an experience of people <laughs> have been quiet lately, so I'm wondering, like, hmm. They're finished. They're finished, and other people are reflecting. That's what's happening. And if you guys didn't get the book, you listen, you still have a chance and an opportunity. 
you still have a chance and opportunity to get that book. I told you it is life. I told you it is everything. It's light. It's love. It's heavy. You know, it's suspenseful. It's drama. It's spiritual. It's not spiritual. It's everything. And I've learned a lot um, from that book, especially with some other stuff that's going on in my life. I, I've definitely picked up and was able. Guys, you need to get that book. And one of the reasons you need to get that book is because a lot of you guys might be dealing with a malignant narcissist and don't even know the steps or the signs. But we have our very own astro-numerologist who is going to be able to tell you about the personal year cycles and give you some feedback on what your personal year cycle is, how to calculate it and stuff like that. So, Jazz. Yeah, so when we spoke about the book, if you haven't received it yet, it's broken down into personal years. And that's important because I wanted to talk about this pinnacle that I was in and how the personal years helped me to obtain the lesson that the pinnacle was highlighting. And if you don't know what any of that means, then you need to revisit season one, episode 11. I do go into that. But just to give a brief overview of the personal year cycles, it is your birth month plus your birthday plus the current year that you're in. So if your birthday is January 1st and it's 2020, you're adding the one plus one plus four, and that will give you a six personal year. Just remember that master numbers are not reduced. So if your birthday is November 11th and it's 2020, that's 11 plus 11 plus four, and that is a 26, so that's an eight personal year. So just be mindful of that. That's how you do the math. But if you're in a one personal year, that's all about new beginnings, being proactive and taking the initiative. It's also about stepping out on faith. So that's good fortune and wish fulfillment. It's the time that you take to plant the seeds to germinate for the next nine years. Then you may receive help from somebody who is either an Aries, a Leo, or an Aquarius. If you're in a two personal year, that means that you get more by learning to be more cooperative, diplomatic, detailed, and you may receive help from a cancer person. In the three personal year, that's all about being expressive, being creative. It is your year to speak your authentic truth as words will determine what you manifest in the current six years to come. It's also good luck because three is ruled by the planet Jupiter, so you may receive help from a Sagittarius or a Pisces person in a three-personal year. If you're in a four-personal year, we are all in a four-universal year because 2020 is a four. So you can get a preview of what that means if you're in a four-personal year. And this is the foundation year. And one has to put in a lot of work and effort to achieve one's goals and what you put in is what you get back in return. So this is the year for efficiency, meaning that you waste not, want not, lend not, borrow not, and you make use of what you have. You should also expect the unexpected to happen because four is all about unexpected occurrences. And you may get help from an Aquarius or a Leo person in a four personal year. If you are in a five personal year, this is the year of the turning point. So this is the midway section between one and nine, and it's the point where you have to make a decision. So you'll come to a fork in the road and you'll make some changes for the better, whether they be in your health, in your relationships, in your career, in your environment. You'll also be exposed to many opportunities and you may have multiple relationships as five as a sexual attraction number. It's very high in the sex energy. 
and this is a year also for being mentally astute. You may also take quick trips, weekend trips here and there, and you may get assistance from a Gemini or a Virgo person. The sixth personal year is all about duties, responsibilities, obligations, judgments. It's the year to evaluate how you serve your community and or your family. So it's all about commitments. You may go back to school. You may find yourself moving into a home or moving out of a home. It's also about births, marriages, pregnancies, and or separations or divorce. But romance is dominant because six is the number of Venus and money is also a six energy because Venus is about money. So you may get help from either a Taurus or a Libra person. And seven, we spoke about the seven personal year earlier, but it is about spiritual awakening. So you're spending a lot of time in quiet introspection. You'll be more analytical. You'll do a lot of soul searching and questioning. You want to be in private spaces and you'll be asking more questions than you can answer. You may also be taking trips to new and exotic places, and you may get assistance from a Cancer or a Pisces person in a seven personal year. The eight year is all about achievement, finances, money, accomplishments, and recognition. It is a cycle of births and pregnancies. It's also a year where you reap what you sow because eight is a karmic number associated with the planet Saturn. And so it's all about reaping what you sow and you may get help from a Capricorn or a Libra person. And the last nine personal years all about completions, endings, doing away with that which no longer serves you. It's the culmination of everything. And it's a time for you to do away with toxic habits, ways of thinking, people, as you put the finishing touches on the year as well as the pinnacle cycle. And it's also about wish fulfillment as you manifest all of the things that you desire. Although from personal experience, I generally don't get wish fulfillments in a nine personal year. For me, nine personal years have always been about completion. The wish fulfillment comes in a one personal year for me, from my observation. But in a nine personal year, you may have long distance travel and international travel and you may get assistance from an Aries or a Scorpio person. So hopefully that gives you some information about where you are in your personal years. Some information. <laughs> if you can't plan your life on that, I don't know uh, what else you've been listening to, guys. You got to tune in so that you can actually tune up to accomplish your goals and dreams, put your list of intentions together, as well as make sure that you start walking through this life with a clear head, uh, understanding on what moves to make with surety, clarity, and peace. That is everything. That's what I'm talking about. So I have a question for you, Jazz, though. Mm -hmm. So I think that I'm in a seven personal year, right? And I know this: the personal years start with on your birthday. So my birthday is August 31st. So August 31st of 2019 would have started my sixth year or my seventh year. I think it's my seventh year because I I feel very spiritually attuned. So this year I would move into a, a, on my birthday of this year, would I start moving into my my, um, eighth personal cycle? No. So you're in a seven pinnacle cycle. So you would feel spiritual. Mm -hmm. 
you will feel very spiritual throughout. So it doesn't really matter what personal year you're in. That spiritual influence will be overshadowing everything that you do. It is. But your seven personal year starts in August. August 31st starts your seven personal year. Currently, you're still in a six personal year. Yeah, currently. So, so I'm still in a six personal year. So I'm experiencing the six stuff. So I'm in a six personal year and a seven pinnacle cycle. And let me tell you something, guys. That seventh pinnacle cycle is no joke. None. It is. It is no joke. I have vivid dreams, and I have vivid dreams to the point where they're kind of like, um, like I'm not in a place, and I have a dream, and that actually happened, and I was not there. So it is absolutely amazing. I keep finding stuff on my phone or just walking or in my cipher that has a spiritual connotation to it, whether it's something that's coming to me about the archangels or something that's coming to me about spiritual stuff right now. So I'm in spiritual overload and that's why it's so important for me to, you know, walk with peace and grace and take time and slow down and figure stuff out because I don't want to miss any steps. I really want to embrace this and learn whatever it is I need to learn because I do not want to repeat this cycle. So our crystal for this particular episode is a serious crystal. This crystal, should I start talking? Should I mention the crystal first or should I mention my experience, my crazy experience with this crystal, with me floating and stuff like that? People are not going to believe it. Mention the crystal first. I'll go in and mention the crystal. So the crystal <laughs> is, is Moldavite. Moldavite is said to be the stone which initiates transformation. This is a transformation episode and change episode. It brings about an acceleration of spiritual evolution. It helps in activating the dream states. It has the energy to neutralize and hold hypnotic commands. It helps in cleansing the energy and acts as a spiritual protector. Moldavite has a very, very, very intense vibration. Some may experience lightheadedness. Yes, me, I experienced that. A lack of grounding. Yes, I've experienced that. And may need to acclimate themselves to it gradually instead of just jumping right into it. Would you agree, Jazz? Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Yeah. So, you know, you're the wordsmith, so give us your, your piece on, on Moldavite. Yes, so Moldavite is actually a meteorite. It's not so much a crystal. It was a meteorite that landed and crashed into Earth in the Czech Republic about 14 million years ago. So it's found on what they call the Bohemian Plateau of the Czech Republic, and it is actually sectioned off in that area because farmers have been going in and looking for Moldavite, and it's almost extinct. Yes. So they barricaded off so people can't have ready access to it as they used to. But as the alchemist said, it is a stone that allows you to get in touch with your extraterrestrial ancestors. And so with this stone, because it is so etheric and so, I guess, out of space, like you will have dreams about communicating with alien ancestors. I know I had a vivid dream about meeting with extraterrestrial ancestors, the stone disappears from you. So you have to be very mindful of that because you'll have it on your person. If it's a loose stone, 
and it'll just go away. So make sure that you have one that is secured because the stone is very expensive, but it does accelerate rapid growth and it does promote that. So just be very mindful of it because like the alchemist said, it'll make you very lightheaded if you're not acclimated to the stone. It's very, very powerful. It's extremely powerful. It will make you lightheaded. Um, and, and Moldavite is very rare and it's extremely expensive. Just as Jazz Aphrodite said, it's, it's extremely expensive because <laughs> I went on a hunt for Moldavite when I found out about Moldavite. And people were telling me about all these Moldavite experiences and they made, there's a Moldavite community out there that'll tell you about all these experiences. So I read that. I was like, this is crap. You got to be kidding me. No stone could do this. So I went to my, um, one of my favorite uh, gym stores in Manhattan on Fifth Avenue. And I got me a, a nice piece of Moldavite, very, very tiny, extremely tiny. It's about as big as my pinky fingernail. And I'm small. I'm about five feet two. So I don't have huge, long hands or anything like that. I brought this Moldavite home. I was showing my husband that he was like, hey, he was like, this looks like kryptonite. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is a um, an asteroid. So he was like, it looks like kryptonite. I was like, look, hold it up in the light. It looks like kryptonite. So guys, if you hold it up in the light, the Moldavite looks like kryptonite. You want to make sure that you get your Moldavite from a um, certified person who deals in gyms and who have been dealing with um, gyms for a long time. You don't want to get your Moldavite just buy it willy-nilly from anybody because it is extremely expensive. It is extremely rare. And there is some Moldavite out there that is not authentic. So you want to make sure that you get your Moldavite from somewhere that's reputable. So my Moldavite experience, when I spoke, when I actually bought this Moldavite, I brought it home. I saged my Moldavite. I did not give my Moldavite any intentions. I put it on the side of my bed. And Jazz, you're absolutely right. It will disappear because that Moldavite disappeared for about eight weeks before I was able to find it. And I just like, where did this Moldavite go? This is expensive little piece of fingernail clipping here. And that dream, I think I called you the next day because I always call you when I have these crazy dreams. Uh, guys, I was actually in this dream for four days. Every night I went to sleep. I was floating around in space in like, like just in the atmosphere. I didn't see any ancestors. I didn't get to see any alien ancestors. I was just in the dark of space floating around towards further and further and further into, towards stars that are further and further and further away. I stayed lightheaded for days. I wasn't dizzy. I was just very lightheaded. I was not grounded. I did not feel like I was grounded to the ground. I did not feel heavy. I felt light. And I was like, oh no, this is just too much. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I did meet a, um, a guy in this store that had a Moldavite necklace on that was worth $34,000. So that's just let you know how expensive Moldavite is, but you can acquire you a very nice piece of Moldavite for 30 or $40 and it will accomplish the same thing. Jazz. 30 or $40? Yes, I said a piece. I'm talking about a little sliver of a fingernail. Yes, uh -huh, for 40 bucks. You can get a little I'll piece of Moldavite. They can get a sliver of a fingernail of Moldavite for 40 bucks. This is it's not gonna, gonna be, very, be very, very It's gonna be very small. It's gonna be extreme. It's gonna be like one gram, if not at that.
if that. I th- yeah, multiply that thing is like fifty dollars a gram. Mm-hmm. It's very expensive. It's but very as expensive. the alchemist said, when it disappears on you, it's going away to protect you. So oh, mine really? disappeared and never came back. What? That's right after, yeah, never came back. And that's when I had the dream that I went away and was meeting with my ancestors who were of an extraterrestrial kind. And in that particular dream, I met with an aunt who was, strangely was living off of the Flatbush extension, but the park was not the park. The park was a series of row houses that had solar panels on them. And that's where this extraterrestrial community lived. And I was going to see this aunt so that she can prepare a special spiritual bath for me to make sure that I was protected. So that's how the stone let me know why it disappeared. And usually it comes back when it's finished doing its work. So mine has not resurfaced. Oh, I was tearing this place up looking for that multiplied. I was like, you got to reveal yourself. You need to come back home, (laughs) okay? Because I was like, I cannot afford to lose you and I need to see you. So now that Moldavite stays on a plate with a few other crystals that I have, and it stays in one location. I do not pick that Moldavite up and go nowhere with it. No one can touch it. They can't even look at it, can't breathe on it, nothing. And I only check to see if it's there every month. I don't check it every day or anything. Like every month, every month and a half, I'll be like, is my Moldavite here? That's right, I do own a piece of Moldavite. Where is it? So your other piece of Moldavite didn't show up, huh? No, never did. Wow. But it's fine because so, I have the Moldavite ring. I have you the Moldavite do. It's bracelet. Gorgeous. I have Moldavite mm-hmm. earrings. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. That Moldavite ring is everything. Moldavite is more rare than a diamond. A lot of guys, a lot of you guys don't know that. And it's in limited quantity and limited supply because you have to remember it was a meteorite that crashed to the earth. So it's not like the earth, you know, produces it and has been producing this stuff for, you know, uh, centuries. So tell us about the herb. So our herb is a very, very simple herb. Our herb to go with the Moldavite is a very, very simple herb. And this herb actually reminds me of Moldavite. And it's just regular old bay leaves. You know, the bay leaves that you put inside of your soup or whatever the case may be. It's a very, very simple bay leaves. I love to burn bay leaves. It is thought that by burning or lighting a bay leaf, you know, putting it on fire um, for a couple of minutes, and then breathing in the aroma, the oils of the bay leaf have been known to reduce stress, enhance focus, and clear your mind. It creates a smoke that's when inhaled, it calms the body and mind. The bay leaf to me is kind of like a, like an aphrodisiac. I don't want to call it an aphrodisiac. It's, um, that's, that's, that bay leaf smoke is, is just something because it just takes you, it kind of like it transforms you to another place in another space. Jazz, have you ever burned bay leaves before? Yeah, I have. I was gonna share that bay leaf is good when you wanna do wish fulfillment, you would write down your requests on the leaf itself mm-hmm. and you burn that. And that's a way of manifesting what you desire as well. So yes, I have burned bay leaf. Bay leaf is a very spiritual plant. And do exactly as Jazz said, it is a wish fulfillment herb could definitely take you a sharpie uh, pen or marker write down whatever your wishes abundance prosperity great health whatever it is that you want to write down on there 
pay my, my back rent, bill, whatever. You write down this wish fulfillment and write on a whole bay leaf, not a broken up, chipped up, cracked up bay leaf. Make sure you light it with a tweezer now because it will set fire and burn your fingers up. Your hand, fingers, hand, and everything else, you'll drop it on the floor. We're not telling you to burn bay leaves and then you'll be like, oh, I burnt down my house. I have to sue, you know, the Empress High Council. We're not taking no liability if you burn it any <laughs> bay leaves and burn it down your house, your hand, your people, all that stuff, okay? So if you can't burn your bay leaf, Without injuring yourself, your family, your house, don't burn no bay leaf. After you guys burn your bay leaf and you've burned them successfully, I want you guys to be able to send us an email, call in, respond to us on um, Twitter or Instagram and let us know how you felt after your bay leaf burning and after you have actually had some experiences with your, with your bay leaf burning. I don't know what day of the week you should do it on. You just do it whenever you feel like it. So I don't want to get too technical with that. We definitely don't want to get too technical with that because I don't have a day of the week. Because some people are like, oh, maybe you should be doing a day of the week, being that y'all talking about something. No, just do it whenever you feel like it. So we've come to the end where we spoke about change, personal cycles, the sacrifices that we're going to make for our goals, what you plan on doing differently to get to your goals. And of course, like I said, we're going to end with our new stone, for this episode, our herb, and we're gonna end with our one final thought. Don't, Don't live in, in your yesterdays. yesterdays. Live, live in, in the vision that you have for your tomorrows. tomorrows.